Hey there, and welcome to Shadow Facts. That's facts as in horse treat-sized pieces of information. A podcast about Lord of the Rings. But only the horse parts. I'm Joey. And I'm Caitlin. And And this this is is our oath. We vow to discuss every horse mentioned or visible in both the Lord of the Rings books and film adaptations, and we do mean every. We vow to rank every horse mentioned above. We vow to rewrite one of Tolkien's songs per episode to be about horses live on the pod. And last but not least, we vow to answer the call of Gondor when the beacon is lit. By which we mean, of course, answer your questions about Lord of the Rings horses to the best of our ability. we get into talking about horses we thought it would be helpful to share our credentials what are our own heroic backstories what what led us to this point in time yeah do we even have any expertise on horses or tolkien um caitlin tell us your origin story uh, well, I'm just... A... I mean, not the whole thing. Your oh. Tolkien and horse origin uh, yeah, story. Okay, okay. So I'm a young a young hobbit from the Shire. I just love, in my heart, peace and quiet in the tilling of good dark earth. By which I mean, of course, that The Hobbit was the first novel that I ever read. Um, I have a Lord of the Rings half-sleeve tattoo. I have at least a few participation ribbons from horse shows. And I used to have my barn friends over to bake... Um, to bake treats for our horses from a cookbook of horse treat recipes that I owned. For better or oh for God. worse, Joey, I have been told that I give off strong horse girl vibes. It's true. I mean, don't we both? Don't we both? So speaking of, um, what's your whole, you know, deal? Well, I am a former horse girl. Um, honestly, the, the girl part is more former than the horse part. You've reformed your um, gender. I, I have. Um, but my love of horses lives on forever, I think. Um, I used to own a horse, um, named Star when I was like 13 and 14. Um, my dad read both The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings out loud to me, um, for the most part. Um, I learned to write in Anglo-Saxon runes as a preteen. I think you did also yes which is a skill that has turned out uh weirdly useful for both of us yeah it's true um and i share my first three initials jrr with tolkien himself did you was that a factor was that a deciding factor because you gave yourself one of your middle names was that on your mind at all in that decision making process no comment (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we, this first episode, 
mm-hmm. is on the first, uh, the prologue and the first five chapters of The Fellowship of the Ring. Right, which is about the first um, quarter of the book. Of the, yes, and also of the movie. Mm-hmm. We got to, what, 57 minutes into the movie? Yeah. So, if you are watching or reading along at home, that's what we're talking about today. And I don't want to break anyone's horses... I don't want to break anyone's heart, but th- it starts out this story starts out a little horse light. There's still plenty of horses, but it, it will get horsier and horsier not, from here. Not a lot of horses at the start. How how many horses did we encounter? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Do we want to start with the book or the movie? Because those are two wildly different statistics. Um, I th- let's let's start with the book because I think it's a little simpler. Yeah. Okay. So in the book, our official Shadow Facts bibliography, TM, 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 has one, two, mm-hmm. three, four, five, six, seven verbatim mention of horses. Um, one... But some of those are potentially the same horse, right? Some of those are potentially the same horse. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to start off this podcast by shit talking beloved author J.R.R.T. But like, my guy does not pay a lot of attention to horses in the writing, right off the bat. Yeah. Um. Do you want to do you want to just go through these chronologically and then we can kind of compare to the movie from there? Yeah, like horse by horse. Horse, horse by horse. <laughs> The name of our horse-based sitcom, Horse by Horse. Um, yep. Yeah, so right off the bat, actually, on the second page of the prologue, which is sooner than I thought, uh, there's a mention of a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, there's mm-hmm. the mention mm-hmm. of a, a hobbit named Bandorbus Took, which is a great name. Is it, is it really Bandorbus? Let me let me get the I book. I thought it was Brand- Brandabus. I'm, I have the book in front of me also. Ban- Bandobris. So sorry. That's a that's a transcription error. Bandobris took. Uh, but yes. I mean it's kind of okay. it's kind of Great. beside the point because he went by Bullroar and he was uh, the only hobbit in record who was tall enough to ride a horse at four foot yeah. five. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a hobbit. What a hobbit. What a horse hobbit. Okay. So we have just sort of a theoretical horse mention. Yes. Not any particular horse. Yes. Uh, and okay. The next one also pretty academic. I would. This is not. This is not how a horse girl would describe it. It's a pretty dry reference. Um, in my edition, it's on page twenty-four. But it's when uh, the dwarves arrive and Gandalf arrives to Bag End to help with party prep for Bilbo's one hundred and eleventh birthday. Uh, both Gandalf and dwarves are said to arrive on a cart, um, which presumes the existence of a horse, but there is no mention of the horse, which kills me. That's horse erasure. That's horse erasure, Tolkien, please. We're, Tolkien should know better. Tolkien, we're here for the horses. Uh, the next mention of the horse, yeah. pretty similar situation, page 36, which is after the party, carriages come to take home the important hobbits who it is I think implied are pretty drunk. Um, little taxi yes. pickup service, and it says that carriages come, Definitely. but again, no specific mention of the horses. <sighs> okay, wow. Um, yeah. Oh, and then uh, the next one, mm-hmm. Lobelia Sackville Baggins. Yeah. Notable enemy. Or early antagonist of, of the book. Of of Bilbo um, drives a pony trap which is a type of carriage, mm-hmm. um, towards Bywater with a face that could curdle milk. 
Don't tell oh, us about the people and sorry. their emotions. Tell us about the Tell horse. us about the ponies. Tell us about the ponies, please. Okay. And then we have our first actual horse mention. I'm so excited. Of like a a physical horse in the present, I mean in the present of the book. Um wait, let's see. That's page 84 for me, I think. Wow, different editions. Hey, tell us what edition you're reading of Fellowship. Yeah. Um it's that big red fancy one. <laughs> That big red one, <laughs> ah, a beloved by collectors. It's it's the collector's edition by the the, is it pronounced Houghton? Houghton. I don't know. I went to a college called Houghton, and so that's how I want to pronounce it. But I wasn't sure if it was something else. Um, yeah, it's their collector's edition. Mm. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm reading the 1999 binding with the um, Alan Lee art of Rivendell for the front which i love and this is also the um the actual like first this is the book i read when i read lord of the rings the first time this copy so it's been fun to revisit my little my little dog years from back in the day i did pull out that copy of mine but i loaned it to my sister to read along Mm. um yeah this doesn't make it very clear like it does say, like, note on the text, copyright is 1987, but then it just has, like, kind of the different copyrights of the individual books, but not, like, yeah, a date that's not, that this Yeah, that's not a great way to tell. You can printed. Google the ISBN and it will tell you, because the ISBN for each edition okay. is different, and it will tell you when it was actually printed. Yeah, that might be good. Anyways, um, okay, so I lost my page already. 80-something? Uh, yeah, 80, 84, I think. Um, ah, yes. So we have round the corner. Well, first the sound of hoofs. Mm -hmm. So Frodo has already, like, left while he's on his way out of the Shire. They're still in the Shire. And they are hiding by the road because they hear somebody coming and they think it's Gandalf. And the sound of hoofs drew nearer. And then round the corner came a black horse no hobbit pony, but a full-sized horse, and on it sat a large man who seemed to crouch in the saddle, wrapped in a great black cloak and hoods that only his boots and the high stirrups showed below. His face was shadowed and invisible. Wow. Atmospheric, but mm-hmm. I do want to know more about um, the horse. Yeah, it says it's black and full-sized, and that's pretty much it. In the next paragraph, the horse stepped forward, walking slowly at first and then breaking into a quick trot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's capable of both walking and trotting. That that's that tells us a lot. That's all we know. That's uh, yep. It, that sure is a horse. I will. I want to say something before we continue. Yeah. Which is that, as much as I love the Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. there's a lot of racism. Yeah, there's there is um a lot of racism that was um was harmful in its own day and has been especially harmful because it is such a cornerstone of a genre and so as a lot of people like carry this beloved story with them they carry those same um really uh harmful and lazy kind of fantasy racial stereotypes with them yeah um yeah yeah i was expecting that with like the orcs in this book which we haven't gotten to yet um, I had I did not remember that the description of the ring wraiths of the Black Riders 
um, it's not in that first paragraph, but they're referred multiple times. They're referred to as black multiple times. Yeah. And like mm -hmm. not just their clothing. And like I had not like that had not stuck with me. I was like, oh boy, wow, we're just like we're in it. really yeah 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 there there's a there's a um a weird like emphasis throughout like both fantasy at large and these books specifically on on race and like races as different species like actually in the prologue um shortly after the mention of that one big hobbit you know the one big hobbit Mm -hmm. It talks about, yeah. this is a thing I had totally forgotten, that there are, like, different species of hobbits for different... Um, yeah, like, there are the, like, three hobbit subtypes, and one type is, like, taller and hangs out with elves sometimes, and one type, like, hangs out with dwarves more, and one type has bigger feet or whatever. Yeah, and one likes the water or whatever. Yeah, and we don't, we don't need to get really yeah. into deep into that. This is not, like, an extended canon yeah. podcast, but yes, it does bear repeating that... It is fucked up, and when we encounter it on the screen and on the page, we will do our best to to call it what it is, which is racist and gross. Yeah. Yep. I just didn't want to leave that, like, unspoken. or unsaid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so then after that, we have, like, several more of these, like, Black Rider horse mentions. Yeah, several interactions. Here and there. I think... Um, there is not a lot of um, mention of the horses themselves throughout them, but kind of throughout this entire first part where the hobbits are being pursued across the Shire by the riders. He does um, do kind of an interesting thing with like the dramatic use of hoofbeats and the sound of the horses being kind of one of the, pr the primary like elements of terror. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have, um, yeah, lots of, lots of hoof sounds. The Hobbits hum a walking song, which is not the one we're going to rewrite today, but is very pleasant. It's nice. And there's not a lot of way to distinguish if this is all the same horse or if there are multiple riders hanging out and intersecting with the Hobbits. Yeah, yeah. The race and, the, and their mounts are like not really distinguished in any way that I can tell. Yeah. There is there is another friendly pony in this um, in this segment though. Um, oh When yeah, they yeah, get yeah. to Farmer Maggot, who is like kind of a delightful little character in the book. Yeah, I think the little interaction is. between him and Frodo, where Frodo's like, "I avoided you for years because I was afraid of you, and I've missed a friend," was very sweet. Yeah, it was very nice. Um, and Maggot is like but, so kind to them too. Yeah, it's really yeah. lovely, which we totally miss in the movie. Yes, in, in the movies, Farmer Maggot is just, like, a scythe who appears above the grass. Yeah, and yells. Yeah, terrifying. Farmer Maggot offers to drive Frodo, Sam, and Pippin, who is with them at this point, to the Brandybuck Ferry because um, Farmer Maggot already, not scared off, but, like, refused to tell a writer earlier where Frodo was. And so the quote is, the farmer sat in his driving seat and whipped up his two stout ponies. Wow. Two stout ponies. Two stout. Hmm. What's, hey, Joey, what's better than one stout pony? Two. Two stout ponies. Two stout ponies. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to point out one line. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so, and, and, and maybe we can integrate some of the movie stuff here too. Um, there are lots of differences between the books and movies and like, we can't talk about all of them. Um, but in the movie, when Frodo and Sam are first traveling, they see some elves passing and they just like yeah. watch them kind of hidden. Um, and mm -hmm. there are horses present in that scene, but in the book, they actually meet some elves and spend the night with them, like hanging out and like talking and they get fed by the elves and like have a safe place to sleep. Yeah, which is a, a great scene because it starts with the oh, yeah. elves being really it's like needlessly petty and rude to the hobbits funny. in a hilarious way. Like the elves are the ones who like, the hobbits think that they are observing the elves like unawares and then the lead hobbit is like, hail Frodo, like come over here. So Frodo and Sam go over to talk and Frodo essentially like proposes that they walk together through the woods and the elf is like, what do we need hobbits for? Ha 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 ha. And they all laugh at Frodo and Sam. Yeah. But then Frodo like shows that he can speak some elvish and they're like, okay, you're all right, I guess. Um. Anyways, the next day Frodo notices that Sam is like looking pensive. He he asks Sam, do you like them still now you have had a closer view? Because Sam was like really excited about getting to meet elves. And yeah. Sam says, they seem a bit above my likes and dislikes, so to speak. It don't seem to matter what I think about them. They are quite different from what I expected. So old and young and so gay and sad, as it were. <laughs> and Big I just... mood! Yep. Gay and sad. Um gay and sad that is it that's a sweet moment because like it's kind of early character development for sam that like cause sam is presented as like partially going on the journey to like look out for frodo but also his like big motivator in leaving the shire is that he desperately wants to see elves yeah and then kind of accomplishes that goal like you know five pages into their journey <laughs> and decides to like stick on anyways yeah which is Great. And also, the other thing about that that strikes me is, like, as a modern reader, like, um, Tolkien's repeated use of the word queer just... Oh, yeah. Just constantly. Um, there's... Hold on. Let me pull it up. Like, at one point, um, one of the hobbits... I think it's it's Sam who, who is having an argument with some other hobbits in the pub about Gandalf and his, like presence as a miscreant and sam angrily says if that's being queer we could do with a lot more queerness in these parts yeah yeah it's great beautiful great okay so i think there's just one last one last mentioned horse in this entire section of the book are you talking about the oh the one with another great line yes yeah i'll let you Ah, okay. So this is um, after the hobbits have safely made it across the ferry and taken the ferry with them. So they are, at least for the moment, free of, of being chased by the Black Riders. Mm -hmm. And Frodo asks Mary, can horses cross the river? Mary says, they can go 20 miles north to the Brandywine Bridge, or they might swim, answered Mary, though I never heard of any horse swimming the Brandywine. But what have horses to do with it? 
which could be the tagline of this podcast. Mary. What have horses to do with it? Yeah, Mary, of course, has not seen. Oh, wait, we forgot. Mary has is is on a pony. Master Mary a doc. He's on a pony. Remember? When's he on a pony? When he shows up at the ferry. Oh yeah, yeah. You're absolutely yes. That oh, that's what yeah. The dramatic use of hoofbeats. Yes. Right. They hear the horse's hooves and think it's a black rider, and instead it's it's Mary on a little pony with like a big scarf around his face because it's chilly. Yes. Um. There's no description of the pony whatsoever. It just says he was riding a pony. Um, Right. And then in the next, at the beginning of the following chapter, he says. Or it says, Mary led the pony over a gangway onto the ferry, and the others followed. So this is a pony that's now- A horse on a boat! On a boat, crossing the river. Love a horse on a boat. So, I think, control F, finding all the instances of horse, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight-ish references to a horse in the first, um, a hundred pages of The Fellowship. Wow. Which is less horse than might be desired. But luckily for us, oh, luckily for us, the movie already has so many fucking horses. Slaps the top of the extended edition Fellowship DVDs. This bad boy can fit so many horses. Yep. So many horses. Oh, I I do. Before we move on to the movie, I do need to call out Mm -hmm. one line, which is... And, and I'm going to talk about a, l- a little bit about the, the book movie comparison, just because the thing that has really stood out to me comparing mm-hmm. the two is that um, in the book, Frodo's friends, Merry and Pippin and Sam, yeah. have all like have been helping him plan things. And even though he's only told them that he's like moving across the Shire and not leaving it. I mean, Sam knows, but the others don't they figure it out and they have been planning on going with him the whole time. And so there is much more of this like friends working together and like planning a journey rather than this like falling into it. Yeah. Right. Like Mary and Pippin, like, yeah, like to have fun, but they're also like responsible adults who are like, Intu- know, like intuited Frodo's like needs and feelings because they know him. Yeah. Yeah, and Sam, yeah. like, wants to go with Frodo and is not just, like, sent with him as, like, a punishment for eavesdropping, which is kind of how it comes across in the movie. <laughs> um, right, but there right. is there is one line, because Frodo's like, how did you, like, find out that I was planning on leaving? And I think Pippin says, I have constantly heard you muttering, shall I ever look down <laughs> into that valley again, I wonder? And things like that, like, as they've been tramping around the Shire, which is just so funny to, like, think of Frodo, like, just every place they go, like, being really emo about it all. That's that's Frodo making really, like, emo posts on his private Twitter, but, like, all of his friends follow his private Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I do want to read the quote from this section really fast since we talked about it. And it's one yeah. of the few things from the the book that we talked about, um, uh, you know, more seriously offline. It's just such a sweet, like, I think the rapport of the movie Hobbits is so nice. But, like, obviously, like, in the movie, it takes a little more to kind of understand the, the depth of their friendships. Yeah, and the absolutely. book does such a nice job of laying it out right away so when frodo's kind of been discovered his plans have been discovered he kind of grumpily says 
but it does not seem that I can trust anyone. Sam looked at him unhappily. It all depends on what you want, put in Mary. You can trust us to stick to you through thick and thin, to the bitter end. And you can trust us to keep any secret of yours, closer than you can keep it yourself. But you cannot trust us to let you face trouble alone and go off without a word. We are your friends, Frodo. Which is a beautiful sentiment at any point in time, but especially right now is just like, there, there yeah. were there, there may have been some tears. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so okay. Good. Um, okay, horses. So, yeah. So, um, do we want to start the off thing. with... Yeah. I, I just mm-hmm. have to say, well, say. we may go on small tangents. Um, yes. The thing that relates this to horses is that horses are ultimately about feelings. <sighs> Yes. And, yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so is friendship. So talking so about is friendship, friendship is horse related. If, That's if you're talking if you're talking about a horse, you're talking about a friend. It's true. Okay. Wow. Horses in the movie. Um, yeah, it does. I I will say, kind of a bummer. This is also a theme we will touch about. We will like touch on. Um, we have no intention to linger on violence on and off like on the page or on the screen especially violence towards animals that is an upsetting thing this the first the first horse appearance in the movie are horses in battle and therefore very unhappy horses yeah and there i mean through the movies there are a lot of horses in battle mm-hmm. um i'm sorry let me i need to kick my cat out one second <laughs> Okay, gave her a little poke with the book. Sorry, and we're good. horse only zone. <laughs> this is horses only. <laughs> um, okay, actually, before we get into so for for the listener at home, what Joey and I are looking at is like a horse manifesto. We have a, an Excel sheet with timestamps of every t- every timestamp moment that a horse appears on the screen in this movie, and um, yeah. The description of the horse and some some notes. Before we like go through this, do we want to count the overall number of horses so people know what they're in for, or should that be the tasty little morsel for the end? Um, w- n- no. Let's let's go ahead and count. Um, and not by like time seen, but like let's try to aggregate yeah. these into like how many like I'm gonna pull horses. out. I'm going to pull out the calculator because I cannot be trusted to do even this basic edition. Or actually, no, no, no. Let's let's go through these um, uh, site by site, like, you know, sighting by sighting. But when it's yeah, like totally. a double, I'm going to mark that. I'm going to write it down. Okay. Yeah. Let's, I've added a total, I've added a, a new column. A, a wild column appears in our spreadsheet. Um with the total number of horses in the scene to make our math a little easier at the end. Great. Okay, so as we said, first appearance of the horse in the Fellowship is um, Isildur, the son of the king who has defeated, freshly defeated Sauron and taken the ring. And he and his company are like riding back from the big battle, whose name I can't remember. This is a horse podcast primarily and not a Lord of the Rings podcast. Yep. Um, here's the thing. 
there's there's a lot of horses in this scene. I went through it frame by frame, and with my professional expertise, I'm going to call this a baker's dozen of horses. There's Isildur riding a beautiful white horse in the front, that's one, and um, kind of his soldiers riding behind him in little rows of three, and it looks like there's four, and so that's a nice number. I'm going to call it 13 horses in total. Great. So we have Isildur's white horse and then 12 more. Right. Correct. Um, none of those horses are named. Well, I'm going to suggest for mm -hmm. Isildur's horse that we name it Isildur's horse. Perfect. Love that. Great. And the other, let's call it the bake, the baker's dozen. Yeah. Great. Beautiful. Yeah. Great. We're flying through. Okay. Next timestamp. At exactly 9.02, we are in the Shire. We are gazing upon the beautiful rolling hills of Hobbiton. And at 9.02, we can see a little black horse with a white blaze in the background, um, very trickily standing next to a cow. Joey and I had a fierce debate looking yeah, at this horse. Yeah, we thought they were both cows at first, and then Caitlin saw the truth, and then I came around. It's the, it's the blaze. The blaze gave it away. What yeah. Should we, in honor of that, should we name this horse cow? Yeah. Perfect. Love it. Okay, great. And that's one horse. Yeah. Okay, who's the next one, Joey? Okay, and then we have a white horse, maybe a pony, but like a like a good-sized pony, not like a Shetland pony. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, here's the thing. Some of what look like, like because of the way they film hobbits to make them look small, they use bigger horses to look like ponies do force perspective yeah yes i yeah and we'll get into that more later on like there are there's a horse later on in the films that is played by both a full-size horse and a shetland pony depending on how it's used in the scene to look big compared right much to much like the size doubles to used to for like humans. the four hobbits and for gimli yes exactly um, yeah, so a white horse slash pony um, that's being, like, led down a path by a hobbit in the background on the left. So um, let's, oh, let's call that horse mushroom because, like, mushrooms oh, are often, so like, like, little white mushrooms and hobbits love yeah. mushrooms. Yeah, I, yes. And b before we get too much further, at some, at, the, at this point, you gentle listener may be thinking, Oh, they truly intend to go through every horse on screen in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yes. Yes, we do. We do. And I'm kind of sorry for you, but also not. Not for me. This has been a joy. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's a joy for you also. Okay, next horse. Moving on. Um, the next one uh, is the appearance of Gandalf. Gandalf drives a cart into Hobbiton. It's... It's... Um, a beloved scene, both because it's the first meeting of Frodo and Gandalf, but also because it's the source of the beloved internet meme. All right, then keep your secrets. Yeah. So Gandalf is driving a little a little cart, um, there, and the horse pulling the cart is a, a reddish horse with a white blaze, who has dark stockings in front and white feet in back, and kind of a darker mane. And it it looks like it's kind of a stocky horse to my eyes. Yeah, I would I would call this a a bay like in um, mm -hmm. horse horse coat colors. Um, I and think what Joey, what does that mean? So a bay is a brownish horse with a black 
mane and tail. Right. It's otherwise known as black points, which yes. often is like, it's like the lower parts of their legs are black. Yes. It can have like white socks and things too that doesn't negate it from being a bay. So it, I would call it a bay, but it does have those like white socks um, on its hind legs. Um, mm-hmm. If it were more red, um, it might be a blood bay, but even though it is like a reddish brown, it's not as red as a blood. Yeah, bay it's 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 more it's more brown than red. Yeah, like a nice mahogany. Uh, do you want to name this this horse mahogany? Oh yeah, yeah, we can do that. Oh, mahogany. although I was thinking earlier that we could name yeah. it like something like firework or something fireworks related oh, because it's, because it's the, the horse that delivers. Part. Oh, okay. This yes. is great. Uh, so I actually wrote down in my personal notes, tag yourself from Gandalf's fireworks. Let me read you the list of Gandalf's fireworks. Squibs, crackers, baccarappers, sparklers, torches, dwarf candles, elf fountains, goblin barkers, and thunderclaps. Oh shit. Um, I, I think I'm a, uh, a back a, a what what was that four syllable word back a rapper yeah a back a rapper mm-hmm. yeah that's great i am i am definitely a goblin barker that's what i was gonna say i was gonna ask <laughs> oh, if you were a you. goblin barker God, the mortification <laughs> of being known huh um yeah so oh why don't why don't we call it one of those firework names yeah 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 that's what i was thinking with the list okay great Great, great, is great. squib too mean? Squib feels like a dependable little stout pony. Yeah, I think cart it's, pony name. It's it's complicated because uh, J.K. Rowling, um, Ugh. who, yeah, we don't like her. Um, this is not an endorsement of anything an she's ever said or written. Uh, she used the word squib to mean like people born of magical families who like don't have magic. Um, it's another sort of. Bad, lazy fantasy racism, and also this podcast officially says fuck turfs. It's bad, lazy fantasy ableism, to be specific, I think. Yes, that's- But yes, yes. She is also racist. Um, And yes, fuck turfs. She is also racist. Um, Fuck turfs. But I think we can reclaim Squib um, to be a cute horse. I'm also- I'm gonna, for the record here, right next to Squib, next to Squib, Gandalf- one because Gandalf rides a lot of horses in this movie. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So when when horses are being ridden by named characters, we'll we'll add that. Yes. This is this is what a journey. You thought you were gonna hear smart horse analysis, and you are getting that. But in addition, in addition, you get to see archiving happening in real time. What a treat! It makes for great audio content. Audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It can be like, you know how like people listen to like number stations to fall asleep at night? We can do that for you, but with yeah, horses. Yeah, you can just listen to us archive horses. Wow. Who knew horses <laughs> could be archived? Really? Wow. Stasis watcher, turn your eye upon this wretched horse. <laughs> um, okay, what comes after? Oh, okay. So after the cart horse, we have another horse in the background. Yeah, um, this is this is timestamp twelve twelve for those of you following along at home. And we didn't we didn't say this earlier, but it needs to be said. These these are the extended editions. It's the way the movies are intended to be viewed, and it's more horse content, more bang for your horse buck. Yes. Um, question: Is that when 
there's like sort of like fields like farming fields in the background and i don't know this this one has this is bad note taking on my behalf Okay, just yeah, I meant to check all of these beforehand, and I did not check this one. And I, I went do through it most right of now. these, and this one clearly slipped through. That's Live, archiving in real time, baby. Sometimes it'd be bad. Yeah. Um. So, Kaylin, you're gonna hear this for a second, but I will mute it as soon as I possibly can. I have to lay eyes on every horse. You know you what know? would really and- help this if fucking streaming services and DVD players did not weren't like fucking tyrants about digital rights management and would let us take screenshots of these fucking movies yeah we wanted to have a screen cap of every horse and it's not gonna happen but not for lack of effort not for lack of effort so we are currently at a horse count of 15 which is better than the books and we're 12 minutes in yeah great okay what do your elf eyes see joey i see gandalf I can, uh, we can break chronology and I can talk about the next horse while you're looking, if you yeah, want. Yeah, why don't, why don't you do that? Okay, I have great news because um, the next horse at timestamp 1512 is a return to an, an old friend. We see, these are still kind of like wide shots of, of the Shire. So in this particular shot, like Gandalf and Frodo are riding in the cart through kind of the right of the scene. And along the left, we see a hobbit leading a little black horse with a white blaze. That's right, it's our friend Cow, the first horse wow. that we saw in Hobbiton. Wow, Cow. Wow. Yeah. Um, Any luck? Okay. Oh, yeah, I, we're making progress, but we're not there yet. Um, so after that, we have... We can, we can circle back around. Yeah. We have the ring wraiths, right? Yeah. So we, first, first we get a long twenty minutes without any horses, and then we get a spooky horse. Yeah. Yeah. So well, at all, 32, all 39, the spooky horses. Yeah, we get. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Not just one spooky horse, the entire collection of spooky horses, because we see all nine ring wraiths um, ride out in a line from Minas Morgul. Um, it's pretty spooky. Yeah. We don't get to see them super close up at that point. You can tell that they're wearing, like, armor. Yeah, and they have these really interesting... I'm actually not sure. I should look up what this piece of tack is called. Um, It's the little metal ring that connects the bit to the reins. It's time for tack trivia. Do you know what that is called? Oh, it connects the bit from they have, to the reins. Usually it's, it, usually it's a small metal ring, and on these horses, it's, like, a very big jangly metal ring it's like an elaborate oh interesting okay it's 12 oh it's 12, um i'm supposed to be checking it's called the snaffle horse, right yes correct it's called the it's hilariously called the snaffle well okay like us okay because a snaffle bit has just like those rings on the side i mean it's it's a pretty simple bit yes so i guess the the bit is named for those rings right right interesting yeah, but these are these are um, these aren't like in a snaffle bit. Those rings sit like close to the face, and these are like loose uh-huh. on chains. It's a really weird looking bit. It's very oh, spooky. Interesting. Let's do a little Google image for a ring wraith on horse. Oh, interesting. So it it looks like uh-huh. it's a little different on different ring wraiths, but uh-huh. we we don't need to delve too deeply into the world of tack. But I did want to point out it's a cool little bit of, like, 
costume design. Is it costume design for a horse? Yeah, costume design. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, okay, okay. So the the horse in the background at like twelve twelve slash twelve thirteen. Yeah, is actually two horses. There are two horses in the background. Whoa! <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> What we thought was one horse is two horses. Please, please tell me. One of them, I think, is a second mushroom sighting. Oh, my God. It is a a white, fairly stout-looking horse. Um, The other one is maybe also cow, but could be another horse. It's very difficult to see well. Um, It could be, like, a really dark bay, or it could be black um with interesting can you see can you see cow's face to see that that blaze um no because i'm pretty sure it's his it's a it's a horse butt sighting oh a horse butt sighting yeah well i'm inclined to just chalk that up as another cow and mushroom sighting yeah i think it is i think it's cow and mushroom they're not like close together they're kind of each in their own like field but it's like a wide shot with the cart in the foreground and you can do you see think cow and mushroom are friends? I bet they are. I mean, oh like, there do God. not seem to be very many horses in the Shire. And so Why? I think, like, the ones who are there have, like, got to, you know, stick together. Do you think Horse they're in rights. love? Probably. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, this is why people love Lord of the Rings. Epic stories with big scales and intense emotions. Yeah. Like, look, if I were a horse named Cow... I would absolutely have an epic romance with a horse named Mushroom who lived in the same shire as me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I am not gonna. I'm not gonna add like Cow and Mushroom to the total there because it's a reciting. Oh my god! <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> Sorry, Joey. We Joey. We have to keep moving. <laughs> There's so many horses. <laughs> okay, what should we? What should we name the nine? I think that. I'm inclined to say at this point that we maybe should have a name for them as a group because they are very difficult to um, distinguish. Yes. Uh, the the bad guys. <laughs> well, okay. The <laughs> Here's a question. Okay. Answer. Are there bad horses? Oh, yeah. Yes, actually. Can horses yes. be bad? Yes. Can horses... Well, I'm honestly... I'm a little murkier on that question on horses, but I fucking know that ponies can be evil. Okay. But, like, these are not ponies. These are full-size horses. I just, I mean, yeah. it's, it's interesting because, like, obviously their riders are evil, right? But, like, mm-hmm. are they, are those horses also evil in some way? Or I mean, are they just, beasts like... Beasts of Burden are, like, compelled into work. So I was I was thinking about this earlier because I was wondering if the horses like from the horses perspective is it just like oh yeah like I used to belong to the bar down in this place and I would carry beer barrels to little hobbit houses and then I somehow wound up here instead and like I can't really tell the difference or is this the case of like Gandalf says that Sauron has many beasts working for him like the crows like how much of it is, you know, is intentional and knowledgeable on their part? Yeah, I mean, if you go, Boy, by we fell, like, r- we fell right into like horse horse moral philosophy. Yeah, so I have I have two things to offer here. 
One, have okay. you read Black Beauty? Mm-hmm. So if you Ouch, go by, yes. like, Black Beauty standards, um, like, those horses absolutely know what they're doing. Yeah. And, like, yeah. the sort of respective, like, nobility of their various jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And treatment. Or ignobility, as the case, mo- right. case may be. Here's another thing. There is a uh-huh. line, and I don't think I wrote down the page number, like a fool. Hold on, let me double check. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, remember when Gandalf says, I'm the only one who goes in for Hobbit lore, and he's just like, I love knowing things about Hobbits, and no one else cares. You can you can learn everything there is to know about a hundred about a hobbit in a hundred years and still be surprised by them. Yeah. Something um, like that. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, that's not the line I was looking for though. Um, when Frodo is on his way on the journey, there's a fox. Yes. Do you remember the fox? And the fox oh. like sees the hobbits pass or something and thinks to itself, like, huh. I never see hobbits this far out. That's Oh, weird. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So animals are, like, s- sentient and, like, people. <laughs> yeah. To an extent. I mean, I think this is lazy writing on Tolkien's part. I think if you pressed it's him kind on of it. A, it's kind of a weird aside that, like, does not match other. Yeah, like, we have no, like, evidence of animals sort of, like, thinking in, like, in very human ways. Um, otherwise right. in the book but we do have that moment with the fox yeah yeah i i that's a great that's a great um point i think there's also i think that ba- based on a sighting the very last sighting of of a creature in this of a horse like in this section which i think we should talk about really briefly because of this conversation the last time we see a horse is there's the the scene of um, the hobbits are all racing to the ferry and the wraiths are actually chasing them like down the dock and Frodo very dramatically like leaps from the end of the dock and is caught by all the hobbits on the ferry and yeah. one wraith on a horse like the horse very dramatically rears at the end of the dock and you can see all the horses which appear to be dark and all of them are have this kind of like weird drippy like ooze on them like i'm not sure if it's might be blood blood or supposed to be kind of more like metaphorical um evil it's just evil goo evil goo (laughs) Um, but underneath it it kind of looks like this one horse uh, it has kind of a lighter dapple which leads me to believe like i think in the world of token if these were like horses that were like intentionally evil and like participating in the reign of Sauron like you know you know this motherfucker would make them black horses instead these they're like the kings of men who were corrupted by their rings these are like regular ass horses who have been like Mm. kind of overcome by the filth of their riders Mm -hmm. so I no I don't think those horses are inherently evil but are being used for evil based on that but i'm i'm very open to other textual interpretations especially because there are like willfully malicious i malicious feels like an easier word than evil here anyways what should we name this fucking horses okay sorry well i needed (laughs) i needed to know 
that no it's a good like it's an important question it's an important this is what the horse podcast is about is (laughs) our horses evil answer unsure look you heard it here first i know cutting edge some people think that every horse is full of malice but those people are wrong Horses yeah, in it's, general it's the, it's are made the, of It's love. the Sherlock Holmes quote, crafty in the middle. What, what is it? Uh, dangerous at both ends and crafty in the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true, but I still think they're made of love. <laughs> oh, they're friend-shaped, certainly. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, what should we name these evil horses? Uh, m- murder. <laughs> oh, a the... murder. A murder of horses, like a murder yeah, of crows. Yeah, yeah, the murder. Okay, great. Perfect. Moving on. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to take this next one? Um, yeah, I just have to look at this spreadsheet again. Um, okay. Uh, yes. Okay, so we have Gandalf, like, leaves the Shire because he's gotten freaked out about the ring and he rides to Minas Tirith to... Right, which I, by the way, only this second watch through of this um this snippet of the film which i've seen this film a lot i just now realized that mean that like he was headed to Minas Tirith. like in my mind it was just like oh he goes to some weird library but oh, it's very yeah. obviously yeah the shining city of gondor yep yep so and he and there's this honestly like lovely shot of him kind of like galloping up this hill and then the horse kind of like stops and like swings around a little bit and Gandalf is looking out and it's like the golden hour um yeah it's it's really like, nice it's it's a really dramatic shot so it's really hard to see the coloring of this horse um mm-hmm. because of kind of the backlighting it is dark ish it might yeah it's kind of like a muddy reddish is how yeah, i would think of it like probably a a bay of some kind but it see, mm-hmm. its points didn't look that different a color than the rest of it, and so my question is: Is it like like a dark chestnut or something, or is it? It could be. I, I it's, it looked to my eye like it had dark stockings in the back, but that might just be horses get darker when they get sweaty. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very definitely not the reddish horse we saw Gandalf riding earlier because this horse does not have a blaze and also doesn't have the same um um little white feet and back that the other horse yeah. had I so think it's this, it's a different a different horse, red horse yeah is also a different build like that horse was very much like a a cart a horse cart like horse. it had a stockiness to it it you know um and this yeah. one I that don't... was a cold-blooded horse. This is a hot-blooded horse, or yeah. at the very least, a warm-blooded horse. Oh, right. I don't know that I could like identify its breed, but it's more like a you know thoroughbred or something along those lines than like a right, right, a breed used for like farming and carts and things. Um, what do you want to call that horse? What if what if we call it like Titian or something because it's red? Yeah. We can we can call it Titian. Also, that word has enough of a strange little lilt to it that it feels like it could be some Tolkien bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that is Gandalf's second horse. Yes. So Gandalf far. too. Um, Gandalf too. And then we return to the Ringwraith yeah. horses. Well, we return to yeah. one of them, and we get our first close up. And we've already talked about this 
like weird dark liquid but we get we get this yeah. close-up of its hoofs hooves or one yes. of them yes. two of them yeah so this is this is the rider rides up to a hobbit and asks where it like shire baggins and there's a close-up of its like feet ankles down wait you can no see this it doesn't weird, ride up crusty... to a hobbit this is when they're hiding under the roots the hobbits is it i think is it that we, one or is it we don't i don't think we see the writers talk to hobbits at all in the film at least not no so hobbits far. hobbits hobbits hide from mounted ringwraith on the road is at 5351 because that's much closer to them um th- this is this is like them showing that the writers are getting closer to Frodo. This is this is yeah. This is the scene. Oh, it's not weird. it's okay. not a named Hobbit. It's, it's not a Hobbit we know. It's not in Hobbiton. It's a very short scene. It's like a guy outside, with like, he's got like oh, a yeah, broom or something. Like and runs the, or yeah yeah. And he he gets like really nervous and he says, "Baggins, no Baggins around here. That'd be up in Hobbiton." And he goes inside and closes oh, yeah. the door yeah, and yeah, the horse yeah, rides yeah. off. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of the later close-up where we see the hooves and then the nose. Nose. Right, yeah, yeah. That That's when the hobbits are, like, hiding yeah, yeah, yeah. under okay. the... Okay, so we just yeah. see, like, it's... Uh, we get kind of a leg close-up, but not the Yeah, and this face. is... Yes, and this, this one appears to actually be a dark horse. As far as we can tell, yeah. Yes, um... So I'm going to murder that one. I'm going to call that... Ooh. Hmm. I'm going to title that one A Murder of Horses, comma, Dark. Great. Okay. Up next. Then... This was... I, I discovered this one today. I We, we missed it the first time around. Yeah. This I, is I've The Hobbits. Say, like, I did not realize how much I need to work on, like, getting sort of attuned to horses because there were so many horses on the screen that, like, just mm-hmm. did not register to me and i'm like yeah yeah like i thought i cared more about horses than this well a lot of it so our first time we we watched this segment through once together and then kind of rewatched it on our own a part of it we we did miss some like big horse instances the first time through but part of it is that a lot of these horses are in like wide shot establishing shots like they are furniture they're like part of the landscape you know they're not like close-ups of horses um and they're not on the screen for very long so these this is um the scene where it's the first time we see the hobbits in a bar mary and pippin are on a song they're like up on the the table like singing and dancing they're singing a song that ends with like a a beer inside this took and everyone laughs, and Sam and Frodo and Gaffer are talking at a table. And in the brief, like, establishing wide shot of that bar, there are two little horses tied up outside the tavern. Both of them are dark, and one appears to have a blaze. But it is dark and far away, so I'm not entirely sure. Okay, wow. Well, what I... Here's here's a novel idea. Let's call the one oh. with a blaze, blaze. Mushroom? Oh. <laughs> Only... I'm sorry. I feel like... I... I stepped upon your your novel idea. I was just so excited about another possible mushroom sighting. <laughs> no, neither of them are white. No, I know, I know. Okay, okay, so what should we, Joey? What should we call the one with a blaze? Blaze. Ooh, I listen. I love that. Um. Yeah. 
I if we saw more of it, I would work harder on a name. But like, really, it's like only defining feature here is that it has a blaze. So blaze okay. it is. Let me. I love that. Let me pitch a name for the other dark horse. Yeah. That I don't think we ever see again, and that we can't see very clearly. Yeah. Enigma. Ooh, yeah. Enigma and Blaze. Hell yeah. They're Those, also in love. Absolute. That sounds like a lesbian couple from, like, a podcast. Oh my god. Hi, welcome. Shadow Facts. We vow to blah, 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 blah. We vow to bring you the newest and hottest in Lord of the Rings horse slash fic. Yeah, I like we talked about a lot of things in our prep. We did not talk about horse romance, but apparently this is a horse romance podcast now. We're just you just gotta you just gotta be true to your little heart, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, up next. Okay. Oh, Gandalf's Oh no, another ring wraith horse. Another ring wraith horse. I don't remember anything about this one. There's several it's shots of them just being shot. creepy. Like, we just have lots of horses, like, wandering through the woods, like, heading to the Shire. Right. And, again, the murder of horses are very difficult to distinguish because they're all in armor and they're all darkly lit. And the cinematography on a lot of it is I- intentionally, like, choppy and difficult to parse. Yeah. Yeah. Um. After okay. that, Gandalf's, which I like that you have Gandalf's name spelled here with an accidentally accidental h in it gandalf it's it's gandalf um gandalf rides a third horse a third motherfucking horse um he is riding out of hobbiton because he's come back after his library research um to uh and like has identified the ring then by like throwing it in the fire and finding the elven script on it Mm-hmm. Um, we do not see how he gets back to Hobbiton. We do not see what horse is involved there. He just appears no. and startles Frodo yeah. in Bag End. Right. After that, he leaves in a pretty big hurry and rides to Saruman to consult with a fellow wizard. Little does he know, Saruman is now evil and he really, like... Should have picked up on that one. He, Read the yeah, room, Gandalf. He is not at his best in that scene. He's like, here, I'm going to spill a lot of secrets, which is that Frodo has the ring, and it is the one ring. And Saruman is like, hey, I work for Mordor and Sauron now. <laughs> I know, literally, he does, he actually, you can see why he and Frodo get along, because like Frodo trying to keep his secrets is like, will I ever gaze upon this valley again? And then yeah. after Saruman reveals his he's evil and like that riders are already on the way to their shire, G- Gandalf is like, Frodo! Yeah. My guy, keep that close to your chest, yeah, please! He's, he's not great. Anyways, but the horse he rides is mm. chestnut, which means it's all kind of a chestnut brown and it's points or its mane and tail, are the same color as the rest of it. It does have a white star on its forehead. And, Very cute. Um, white, like, socks on its front legs. Yeah. I feel like I do really quickly want to read um, a, a tweet from a, a, a Twitter friend of ours, Linda, uh, at Imperial Hair on oh, Twitter. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just tweeted about this um they're watching lord of the rings for the first time and the tweets have just been moi uh gandalf 
wow, you redecorated around here, Saruman. The evil obsidian throne is new. Mm-hmm. Great. Like, great, great, pick great. Pick up the clues, Gandalf. Okay. Please. Um, I do want to say here that my mm. horse, yeah. when I was younger, was named Star because he had mm-hmm. a star on his forehead. Which, uh, to those who, like, don't know horse terminology, a star just means, like, a little, like, white spot in the coloration. Um, yeah. That is typically on the forehead, sometimes, like, on in the, the like, magical In the magical girl anime, it would be, like, their little symbol. Yeah, exactly. Um, and star was a bay with, um, with a white star. Aww. And he was wonderful. He was a thoroughbred Arab cross and... He would just like follow me around like a puppy dog. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, so nice, nice chestnut horse with a star. Um. What do we want to call this one? I have an idea, but I I want to open the floor to you first. Um. I I don't have strong feelings on this one, so please please tell me your idea. Well, the thing that came to mind was clueless, because Gandalf is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cute. I like that clueless. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, up next. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. Tell this us is a good. This is a good one. At uh, minute marker fifty forty five thirty one. This is when Frodo and Sam spy wood elves walking in the woods. This is a scene that's pretty different than in the books. They don't actually interact with them. Um, also, in but the books, they... they're high elves, not wood elves. But it's fine. But it's fine. Um, this. This particular horse spotting was the, there was some like intense scrutiny of both photos Joey took on their phone and also some screenshots that we found online to, to bring you this um, quality horse information. So they yeah. spy some wood elves walking, they're like singing, they're walking to the, the gray, they're walking to the shore to the sail of the gray haven. And they're all glowing. Like it's they're dark all out and they're and all glowing. glowing and the horses are glowing too, which is part of what makes it hard to like see anything um yes but yeah so we think there are three horses there are three horses visible in the scene in order there's a kind of a a very shining white horse in front being ridden by uh an elf woman in the middle is a darkish hair like basically like arwen even though we haven't seen arwen yet but it's like that that look in the middle is a pack horse um, being led with kind of supplies. And this horse has a very cute little, um, it's another um, very light colored horse, but has a little gray muzzle, which is very precious. Yeah. And then last but not least, there's another horse being ridden um, and also a light colored horse, but their mane has more of kind of like a steely gray tone to it instead of matching the coat. Yeah. Yeah. My read of this, like, entourage was, like, like the woman was the main person. It was, like, her and her entourage. So, like, there were a yeah, and her party totally walking in front, like, with some, like, banners or whatever. And then there's, like, her on, like, the fanciest horse. And, like, immediately behind her was the pack horse. And it was very much, like, her, like, special luggage was, like, on that horse. Right? So it's, like her and her nice stuff and then like some more people walking and then bringing up the rear was like it felt like the like the bodyguard type um 
like yeah. on another horse like protecting yeah. the entourage from the back there's also a very sweet little like nod to i so i watched all the appendices because i have the dvds to comb through i you know threw myself upon that sword looking for horse yeah, what information and there wasn't a lot but um Philippa Boyens, who did, uh, like, the lion's share of the adaptation, mentioned that she, like, one of her favorite scenes in the book is that early interaction with the high elves. And they really wanted to fit it in and just couldn't. And so her kind of, like, nod to it is, like, as the elves pass, um, like, Sam, Frodo comments upon how beautiful it is. And Sam says with, like, a very wistful look, like, it, I don't know why, but it makes me feel sad. Yeah. Also, in she the also book, said that she chooses to believe that, like, it, it's not that it didn't happen in the movies. It's that, like, the camera gets pulled away and it's just remains untold, which I think is a very, like, mm. um, sweet and sentimental way to look at that. Yeah. In the book, there's another great Sam Samwise quote, um, which is that, like, Frodo asks him about um, the elves. And this is not the one I told you earlier, Caitlin, but... Um, but I really like this one too. And he says, cause they ate like fruit and things that the elves brought too. He says, mm -hmm. well, sir, if I could grow apples like that, I would call myself a gardener, but it was the singing that went to my heart. If you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Okay. So I have, I have recommendation for these horse names. Okay. Yeah. Which I is that get... I have, I have in my hand, Ruth S. Knowles, the languages of Tolkien's middle earth. Oh, yes, which I, I just the... want to note that both Caitlin and I have copies of this book and have had of copies we of do. this book for, like, a long yeah. time. Although I cannot find mine currently, which is why Caitlin has hers out. Um, but, yeah. Um, so I flipped to a random page, and there is a bunch of uh, Sindarin, which is one of the Elfish languages. We're not going to get uh -huh. too far into that. Um, verbs, like, conjugated in the imperative. And I thought some of these would be cute. Oh, so, like, for instance, say... ride is Noro, N-O-R-O. Halt is Daro, D-A-R-O. And um, what what do you feel for the third? Well, can you, There's... can you go to the English to Elvish glossary in that book? Um, yes, And on. see if there's a word for moon or light or glow or okay, okay, hold on, star, hold on, hold on. you know, like Ooh, any... Okay, there's gleam or gl oh glittering white. That's great. Oh, yeah, what's that? Silivren, S I L I V R E N. Silivren. So that so should definitely be the first that, one. Yes, yeah, first horse Silivren, absolutely. Also, is the Elvish word for horse in there? Let's take a yes. Um, yes, in in um Cinderin, it's. I, I don't know the pronunciation. It's okay. Roke, R-O-C-H. And in Quenya, it's Rocco, R-O-K-K-O. R-O-C-H, R-O-K-K-O. Okay. Cool. Um, give, me, give me another word that you want. Um, for the other ones? Um, yeah. Is there, like, steel or metal oh for the one with the little gray or the back one mm. let's take yeah, a for, look for the, for the for the rear horse oh there's also starlight which is cute starlight is silme okay 
I might save that though. Yeah. Um, no steel. There's needle. Okay. Hmm. Um. Um. I no. Let's let's go with. There's mighty for that that one that you think is oh, the guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what is that? Beleg, B E L E G. Oh, B-E-L-E-G. are you writing these down as we go? G. Yeah. Um okay, I here's here it is. Belegrock is the last one. So, okay, here. Mighty I'll just, horse. I'll, yes. So, we have Silverbrand. Yeah, yeah. Um and then blank, although I have an, an idea for that, and then Belegrock. Um, okay, this middle one, is there a word for, like, steady? Let's take a look. Or something like that. It's tough because Elvish is not a complete language. Like, neither Quenya or Sindarin are complete. Um, oh, there's also, there's swordsmen. But I like Belagrock. I think we should leave that one be. Um, Otherwise, no. I would go with Noro for this middle one. Yeah, Noro's, I, let's let's go with that. Yeah. I think that's okay. cute. So we have Silivran, Noro, and Belagrock. Great, perfect. Wonderful. Uh, and we don't see those horses again. Yep. We just put a lot of time and effort into naming three Elvish horses that we will never see again. That's I, the podcast, honestly, baby! Here's the thing. They're probably yeah. reused in, like, the scene of, like, Arwen riding through the woods with her entourage. That's true. That's very true. The horse actors, at least. You know. Yeah. Even if they're meant to be different horses. Okay, so then we have another Ringwraith horse. Another murder horse close-up. Right. We get we get a like closer up of the hoof and it's ooze. And then we get a little like muzzle close up. Yeah. Which also seems to have a little bit of ooze. It's not great looking. It looks it looks bad. It looks unpleasant for everyone involved. Like I I'm I'm sure it's unpleasant for the horse. It felt unpleasant for me to perceive it. Yeah. Like, you know, so everything has kind of a natural lifespan, right? And for horses, that's like not that long. 25, 25 to 30 yeah. years. Um yeah. and these horses have been kept alive too long. Oh yeah. Like unnaturally yeah. long. Um and they, it shows. It's like um Pilbo's thing about the ring, like I feel stretched. Right. Like, like too little butter sp- or like butter spread over too much bread. Yeah. Okay, and then the next scene, we, oh, yes. have, we have a return we to have Clueless, Clueless, which is great. again. Because we had yeah. the riding out of the Shire before. We kind of jumped ahead to this scene. But then we have him arriving in Isengard and then talking to Saruman. Um, and right. It's... And he, he gets like, he does the thing where he like gallops straight the fuck up, like through the ring of Isengard to like the base of the tower and hops off the horse while Saruman is like coming down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah, and then we have another Ringwraith sighting. Yes, and this this is the one oh, that you were talking about okay, earlier, which is sorry, I think yes. the mo- which I think is like a very iconic scene. So this is like this is where they um like just after Pippin and Mary have joined their group, they're all like running from Farmer mm-hmm. Maggot. They accidentally tumble down the road, tumble like down the hill, and find themselves upon the road. And Frodo is making his little face and saying, "We should, I think we should get off the road." And then yells, we need to get off the road. And all the hobbits jump off the road and hide in this little, like, 
nestled out hollow of roots, like right, like underneath the road. And you, like, as soon as they get into cover, you hear the, the hooves coming up the, um, coming up the road, which I thought was a nice kind of nod to, to Tolkien's use of the hoofbeats as like a dramatic yeah, although mechanic. before that, Frodo had had a whole, like, weird perspective shift, and there had been a wind, and, like... I Oh, yeah, yeah, there Peter is that Jackson weird perspective really, shift, like, like, looking down the road. Dramatizes all of these interactions. Like, it's scary yeah. in the books, but it is not, like, the way it is this. in the movie, where, like, I yeah. Although, although, so, this is the first time, also, that we see Frodo really compelled by the ring, which is interesting. Yes. Like, in the movie, he... Frodo makes... Your exact quote when we were watching it was, ugh, I hate that face he makes. But his, I, his like, <laughs> eyes kind of rolls up and his chin goes very, very soft. Yeah, I have to say something here, which is that I have no issue with Elijah Wood as a person. I hate him as Frodo. Oh, I, interesting. I, I have, like, a really strong, visceral dislike of his <sighs> face as Frodo. And wow. Yeah. Like not into it. That's I mean, that's fair. Um, I think it's I think it's always interesting when people play like such like iconic roles like that when like they're very young. Like Elijah Wood was eighteen when they started filming this. Um, but that's that's a fair opinion. Yeah. Okay. So I also, later I've gotta say, I don't think his acting is as strong as a lot of the other characters. I think I think he has moments. I think he has things he's better at than some like he has very large yeah. expressive eyes and i think he has a a thing he does well is he has a really great rapport with the other actors i, I don't know if this is acting or or scripting i think the like both like physical and spiritual anguish that is so like present in the books and is like a huge part of frodo's whole fucking thing sometimes like doesn't come through very well because it just it's like weird soft chin like you said the face like yeah it doesn't i don't know it doesn't He's always work like the same brand of like wistful all the time and i can't handle it yeah that's and his mouth has you know what? this really particular shape that i don't think is like bad or unattractive i just like associate it with him as frodo and so i also hate it and <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. That's Elijah very Wood, funny. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're great. I'm sure Elijah Wood is out here listening to our horse podcast. Look, you never know. Um. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so later, the next timestamp, 5408, we are coming to the end, y'all. Um, what a journey it's yeah, been. This is actually the there. same scene. Um, I simply timestamped it because it's a real it's a real close-up on those nose and hoof yeah, crusties yeah, and they're that's, gross. And that's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Okay. And then so, we have the, like, sort of chase to the fairy. We have a wraith horse, and then we have, like, the hobbits running and being chased by horses. Yeah, what, what is probably multiple wraith horses, because they're kind of being, like, harried from multiple directions. So there is, in fact, I think this is the scene where they, like, uh, so, like, this, the scene where they're, like, hiding on the road happens in daytime. They, like, kind of tumble down the hill together away from the horse after they escape. And Mary's like, what's going on? And Frodo's like, we have to leave the Shire. And then Mary's like, oh, we're, we'll, we'll go to the ferry. And then it's very suddenly night. 
yeah. and they almost immediately get like jumped by multiple wraith horses and from this point out it's really hard to tell yeah we see at least three, three. in the fairy yeah. scene because they like gallop by like all in a row right as they kind of like wheel around to like find a way to cross what have horses right. got to do with anything or with what with have the- horses got to do with anything Yep, and this, and so then this kind of finally culminates in that scene that we talked about during our our brief, and by brief I mean not so brief dive into horse moral philosophy earlier, which is like Frodo leaping off the dock to the ferry, and that very like cool dramatic shot of the horse like rearing at the end of the dock, and then that's that's it. The next that's yeah. we have caught up. To the they book, run up to the gates and of that Bree, is and that's where all they wrote. We stopped for today. I mean, I'm just kidding. He wrote so much more, but yeah, that's that's our vow. No, that's all of it. That's now. the Lord of the Rings. That, we did it, everyone. We can go home. <laughs> um. So let's okay. Let's do a little tally here. Yeah. Um. Tell if me. I was smart, I would have made a little. Um. I would have made like a little equation. Does Google Docs do the counting for me? Yeah. Like it will do, but I am not. And so instead, it's fine. That's 10. We'll do a little math. 11, 12, 13, plus 13 is 26, plus. Oh my God, are you doing math out loud? I'm going to die. 5 is 31, plus 1 is 32. 32 horses. 32 is also the number I got to from my calculator. Wow. 32 horses in the first quarter of Fellowship of the Ring. That's, you know, there was some good ones. There were some bad ones. Most importantly, there were some horses in love. Yeah. Wow. Um. Wow. Did we do it? Did we fulfill all of our vows? No. Oh, that was only the first vow? That was only huh. the first vow. Remember when we were like, hmm, yeah, these episodes could be like 45 to 60 minutes long. I don't think that's going to happen. <sighs> well, remember they also thought that they were initially going to adapt this entire fucking I'm sorry, it's not a trilogy. They were going to adapt this series into one or two movies. Wow. Um, foolish. Um, okay, so our our next vow is ranking every horse in The Lord of the Rings. And I have a couple thoughts on this. Ranking one, every horse. I don't think... Yeah. I think we should save the, like, overall ranking Yeah, I future. think we should pick a few, but, a few standout, yeah, what I want like, to top and bottoms. Is... Mm, what high ranking and low ranking what was your favorite horse in this episode and what was your least favorite horse um boy you know like my heart wants to say i don't know this is tough let me let me give a few different horses for a few different reasons Uh, okay i love cow and mushroom because they're in love and we got to see them more than once yeah um i also really liked titian just because that was like the coolest like horse running shot yeah. from this yeah sequence. it is it's a beautiful shot yeah um that's kind of where I'm, where i'm at what are you feeling um yeah i was gonna say i do i think mushroom is my favorite um yeah mushroom is pretty great but i also like silverin is beautiful it's a beautiful silverin is beautiful i also beautiful i have a soft thing. spot Here's the thing. All of these horses were friends to me beforehand, but now that we have named them, I am attached. Right? It is amazing yeah. how one starts to feel when one names 32 horses. Which is presumably why J.R.R.T. 
named fucking everything that everyone ever encountered and or thought about in the world. I mean, honestly, he did not name very many of the horses mentioned. Horses, though. That's a good point. Like, for a man who claims, I don't know if he claimed to care about horses, but he does, like, feature them in certain ways. He does not feature them in many other ways. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, this is before, like, stories have protagonist and antagonist. We have met some of the antagonists in the form of the, like, the Nazgul on horses. Mm -hmm. But we have not met any of the horse protagonists yet. We will meet some next time. Yeah. We will meet some way farther down the road yeah 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 so yeah so mushroom is really high up there um Mm -hmm. for both of us and yeah yeah also cow and the elf horses um oh and titian yeah 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 Um, great um i think the natural bottom of the bottom of the list of worst horses is probably a murder of horses just because their whole thing is kind of a bummer yeah yeah I like yeah. my horses not covered in evil ooze. Yeah, same, same. Generally, yeah. Okay, so uh, now that that ranking is out of the way. We, oh, we have a sacred vow. Yeah. Uh, we, so Tolkien wrote a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't write the music. He wrote lyrics yeah. to a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, he sure did. And... We are going to rewrite one of those songs per segment. And we had a lot to choose from, but there's one in particular um, that yeah. we both felt uh, drawn to. Um, Do you want to switch off on stanzas on this one? Yeah, yeah. And in the original lyrics before we rewrite it. I'm just yeah. finding the page number. Ah, uh, yes. And I'm, I'm going to... I just want to give us a little context for this. Oh, p- please. We do need context. Which is that they reach... Hey, fellas. It, fellas, is it gay to take a big communal bath with three of your closest bros? <laughs> I mean, to, do they... It's just three bathtubs, though, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Fellas... Hey, fellas. Yeah, Mary doesn't take a bath. Is it gay to take a... Is it... Yeah, Mary's, like, cooking everyone a feast. Is it gay to take a a bath with two of your closest bros? Yeah, so they're at the house that Frodo is ostensibly moving into um, as, like, cover for him actually leaving the Shire. And Mary has joined them later than the others. And there's also a character named Fatty, which is, again, like... I mean, I have no problem with the term fat as, like, a simple descriptor. I'm pretty sure that's not how Tolkien in- intended it. Anyways. Um, yeah. They're, like, cooking and taking care of the others. And um, Frodo is like, which order shall we go in? Eldest first or quickest first? You'll be last either way, Master Peregrine. And Mary says, trust me to arrange things better than that. We can't begin life at Crick Hollow with a coral over baths. In that room, there are three tubs and a copper full of boiling water. There are also towels, mats, and soap. Get inside and be quick. And then Frodo and Sam and Pippin all go into a room to, to three individual tubs, but all in the same room to, to bathe together. It's like those toilets with, it's like the toilets with threatening auras twitter account where there's like multiple multiple like toilets in one room without any partition yeah um and it says snatches of competing songs came from the bathroom mixed with the sound of splashing and wallowing 
the voice of Pippin was suddenly lifted up above the others in one of Bilbo's favorite bath songs, which implies that there are multiple bath songs just culturally. Out of the genre of bath songs, one of my favorites. Yeah. Please write in to tell us about your favorite bath songs. Sing hey for a bath at close of day that washes the weary mud away. A loon is he that will not sing. Oh, water hot is a noble thing. Oh, sweet is the sound of falling rain and the brook that leaps from hill to plain. But better than rain or rippling streams is water hot that smokes and steams. Oh, water cold we may pour at need down a thirsty throat and be glad indeed. But better is beer if drink we lack and water hot poured down the back. Oh, water is fair that leaps on high in a fountain white beneath the sky. But never did fountain sound so sweet as splashing hot water with my feet. There was a terrific splash and a shout of woe from Frodo. It appeared that a lot of Pippin's That's bath horse related. had imitated That's horse related. <laughs> had imitated a fountain and leaped on high. <sighs> just just hanging with the bros. That's gonna be us as soon as quarantine is over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go take a bath with my bros. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Okay, so how how shall we make this song? I feel like a I I feel like a stanza is sufficient, or about is that like horses? Is that is that selling our oath mm. short? We did take a, an oath. Let's let's start with a stanza and see where it goes. Okay, so great news we have a, an easy jumping in point right here, which is sing hey. Oh yeah, which is currently. H-E-Y, but that's obviously H-A-Y. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me me pitch you something for the direction that we're headed. Uh Uh-huh. What if, what if this song is not from the, is not about horses, but but is from the perspective of a horse? Sing hey for some oats at the close of day. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For some oats at close of day, um, that mm, <laughs> that chase the weary slog away. Love it. Horses love to slog. Or they don't, and they like eating oats afterward to chase away the the slog residue. The oh, that slog residue is absolutely what's going on with the murder of horses. Ah, uh, yeah. Um. A loon is he that will what, not... What would a horse call someone as an insult? Sing. Uh, I don't know. What do horses... What are... Mm, I can think of things that horses are scared of. Plastic bags. Wind. Deer. A tiny stream. Leaves. Anything they haven't any seen Any amount before. of water. <laughs> of a branch. A situation they're extremely familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes oats can be scary. Even Just oats, like you know? at horse trailers... Oh, those are especially scary. Yeah. Um, one time I reversed psychology to horse into a trailer. Okay. I mean, I put oats in there and then I walked uh-huh. him past it a bunch. And each time he tried to go to the oats, I would make him keep walking. <laughs> 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 wow. Because he was really anti-trailer. And then eventually he went to the oats because I wasn't trying to mm. make him go in, in there. And yeah. It worked. Um, are, are you familiar with the term barn sour? Y- yeah, I think so, but it's been a while. Which is where, like, horses, like, horses just like us, like, unless something is wrong, like, love their home and love to be in their home, uh-huh. like, in their stall or yeah, in their yeah, barn. Yeah. 
Um, but there's different context. And so like a horse that is barn sour is like a horse that loves to be in its stall, but like does not want to be anywhere near the barn where while you are in the saddle. Mm. Sometimes, uh, so sometimes even home can be scary. Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling a little barn sour myself, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, oh, mm-hmm. man. Okay. Um, uh, um, a man is he? Yeah. No. Uh. A man is he? Um, a, a, a mouse is he? A pony? A pony? Uh, Would a horse insult a pony? Perhaps. How do horses feel hmm. about... Horses like dogs. I mean, some horses hate dogs and some horses like dogs. Right. Um, a plast- Can we fit a plastic bag is he? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. A plastic bag is he that... That what, Joey? Um... I mean, I think that that will not like that will not nay. You know, I think the meaning yeah, that of sense. that that line still holds. That will not nay. Oh, delicious oats are a noble thing. That does not rhyme with nay. Oh, whoops. <laughs> what about um, okay? What about this? A plastic a plastic bag is he that will not nay of flaky hay for all my days. Mm, okay. Sticking with the kind of, like, food theme? Yeah. Oh, flaky hay for all my days. <laughs> Plastic bag is he that will not naze. <laughs> <laughs> that will not, with that will not bray? Uh, no, I that's mean, it's still, the same. That's still, yeah. I think we just, yeah. we call it, I don't know if that counts as a slant rhyme, but, like, I, I think it works. It holds. It's fine. Great. Yeah, I, like, um, hold on. Oh, Sweet is the sound of falling grain. Oh, now we are on to something. <laughs> oh, oh, sweet is the sound of falling grain. And the salt, because horses love their salt blocks, right? They do. And, and in the, salt... the salt that um, hangs out on the side of my stall. <laughs> 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 Um, um, and the salt that I inexplicably eat plain. God. I'm the really... salt that I stick my big fucking teeth on. <laughs> I'm galaxy braining over here. Uh, but better than grain or something, something. I'm going to leave that blank, though, for the rhyme at the end to see where we end up. Um, yeah. Is, um... Well, our crunchy oats, because that's what it all comes down to, is the oats. Ode to oats. Our crunchy oats that... What do oats do? Um, oats are kind of sweet. Wait, our, um, our yummy oats that crunch and something, or something and crunch. Oh, yeah. What rhymes with crunch? Uh, bunch? Hunch? lunch yummy oats that okay great i feel like we've immediately jumped into this with the entire fucking energy of Gollum's song about eating fish raw mm-hmm. um okay great as long as we're on the same page wait okay 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 uh what else do oats do oats kind of roll oats oh stick to how about okay okay 
Oh, sweet is the sound of falling grain and the salt that I inexplicably eat plain, but better than grain or salty lunch are yummy oats that crackle and crunch. Oh my god. But better better than bran or salty grain lunch are cuz it's the same salty grain salt but better than grain or salty lunch. Ah. Grain or salty lunch are, are yummy, yummy oats, oats that, that crackle and crunch. Crackle and crunch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we want to call it at two stanzas? Let's do you want to keep let's going? get let's do should one we, more. Should we see if we can okay. I feel like the next one should be apple centric. Since we're like hitting categories of food that horses love. Mm, apples yeah, are well, carrots. and I like I'm trying to stick to the kind of the meaning of this because ultimately like it's about food, but it's it's about like like the second verse is like rain is great, like other forms of water are great, but what's even better than those forms of water are hot water and we're like Mm. falling grain is great salt is great but better than both grain and salt are oats oats are the hot water here so oats are the hot water yeah okay so 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 then apple should be apple should be the thing that it's compared to perhaps um or they can kind of stand in for beer um Mm. yeah 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 something sweet like what's what's the thing that is but better is apples if oats we lack or, or, but better if apples if snacks we lack and crunchy oats for me to snack yeah yeah something something along those lines um keep that and crunchy oats for me to snack line um but better apples if oh if fruit we lack um what's hmm what's a thing that's in the same category as apples whether that's fruit or like juicy or sweet um but like inferior to a horse or from a horse's perspective Mm, i i I feel like there it's water like horses don't eat that much other stuff that is Apples are one of the only things I can think of that horses eat that is wet, that is not wetted with water. Also, I feel like I'm entirely, like, sidelined for this, because now all I can think about is a horse drinking a beer. <laughs> okay, how's this? Oh, water cold, we may pour it mead down a thirsty throat and be glad indeed, right? Like, that holds true. But better apples right. if juice we lack and crunchy oats Ooh. for me to snack. Come, come, get y'all juice, horses! <laughs> Down a thirsty th- throat, and be glad if indeed. Juice. Oh wait, hold on. A water cold, we may pour it need down a thirsty throat and be glad indeed. Yeah, keep that whole thing. Yeah, be glad, galad, gladriel. <laughs> be glad indeed. But better apples. But better, better apples if. Juice we lack. Horses love they juice. Yeah. And crunchy And oats. crunchy oats for me to snack. Yes. Great. Okay, perfect. Okay. We should call it there. That's okay. We've done it. We've Great. rewritten our tokens. We wow. have to we have to perform it oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. verses as we did though. Okay. Sing hey for some oats at close of day that chase the weary slog away. A plastic bag is he that will not neigh. Oh flaky hay for all my days. Oh, sweet is the sound of falling grain, and the salt that I inexplicably eat plain. 
But better than grain or salty lunch are yummy oats that crackle and crunch. Oh, water cold, we may pour it knee down a thirsty throat and be glad indeed. But better apples if juice we lack and crunchy oats for me to snack. Oats, 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 oats. Wow. I, we've talked about this and I really like, I genuinely, I want some oats now. It ju- they just sound good, right? Yeah. Are you going to uh, bake up some Mrs. Apple's pasture cookies? Oh God, I wish. I'm gonna look up a little uh, a little knockoff recipe. This podcast brought to you by oats. Oats. They're nice. Crunchy. Um and so that's sweet, crackly, crunchy, chewy, crunchy. Name that crunch, oat edition. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> name that name that crunch horse edition. Oh god. So in, it's fingers, it's always fingers. In the future. We will be answering your questions about Lord of the Rings horses. Um, To Mm -hmm. submit questions, please email them to shadowfactspod at gmail.com. You can ask us pretty much anything about Lord of the Rings and or horses. Yeah, I think at this point we have proven our willingness to really do some Put, put a stupid amount of time and effort into uh, horse-related research for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So let us know your burning horse questions, and we will we will provide. Yeah. We answer the beacon, you know? We, yeah, yeah. Where was Gondor? We were here. We were here with horse answers. We were. And I think that brings us to the end. Yeah, time to rein it in for the day. Hey! Wow. How many more of those do you got locked and loaded? Uh, you know, so many. Joey quietly closing the horse puns tab on their computer. <laughs> no, that one was just in my head, but for future. Join us. Join us in the future for the second half of the fellowship and the, some more the, great not, horses. I mean, the horses the, on horses. The latter three quarters. The latter three quarters. Oh, God. Yeah, that was only a quarter, huh? Yeah. Well, horse by horse. We'll get there. Horse by horse. Thank you for listening. The music you heard at the beginning was Horse by Horse, arranged and performed by Caitlin and Joey. You can listen to it again at soundcloud.com slash shadowfactspod. That's facts, F-A-C-T-S. The cover art for this podcast was made by Annie Johnston Glick at Dancing Rue on Twitter. I'm Caitlin. My pronouns are she, they, and you can follow me on Twitter at Chello and Behold. You can follow the show at ShadowFactsPod and email your horse-related Lord of the Rings questions to ShadowFactsPod at gmail.com. Joining me on this journey there and back again is... Joey! My pronouns are they, them, and you can follow me on Twitter at JoeyThePrince. If you'd like to join in for the next episode, we'll be reading chapters 6 through 12 next time, or The Forest Through the End of Book One of Fellowship, and the equivalent section of the extended edition film. This has been Shadow Facts. One horse to rule them all.